What up, Army of Cunts? Before we start the show, we want to remind you that we have a catalog of over 200 episodes. You can access these and so much more content at patreon.com slash hot mess. That's right. At the $5 level, you get a best of compilation of our 25 most fire episodes behind that paywall. And at the $10 level, you get the entire back catalog plus two bonus shows. That's patreon.com slash hot mess. Hey, Matt. Hey, Tim. Hey, have you talked to Mark lately? Uh, I haven't really talked to him, but he looks pretty, uh, down. Yeah, well, maybe we should cheer him up then. What do you suppose we should do? Well, does he like butter tarts? On Sunday morning of last week, indulging in my self-defeat. My mind was thugged all laced in bugs, all twisted, wrong and beat. A comfortable three feet deep. Now the fuzzy stare from not being there on confusing morning week. Impaired by tribal lunar speak. And of course you can't become if you only say what you would have done. So I missed a million miles of fun. I know it's up for me if you steal my sunshine, making sure I'm not in too deep. If you steal my sunshine, keeping first and on my feet. If you steal my sunshine, hello, army of cons. <laughs> I feel like that was the best we could have done with that song. Yeah, wow, like. A repartee in the beginning. It's so compact. Also, I didn't realize how high. If you steal my sunshine. If you steal my sunshine. And our guest today <laughs> came in hot. Kenise Mobley, welcome Hello! to the show. Thank you for having me. You actually have a nice voice. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice because I was screaming over you. <laughs> <laughs> if you steal my sunshine. Sunshine. Isn't it remarkable when you, we act, every time I try to sing these karaoke songs in the intro of the pod, I think it's going to sound good. And then when I hear it afterwards, I'm like, wow. Because I really don't have it, like, at all. At all. Well, okay, like, I, I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't respect singers. Wow. I, I, I do, but I always find a new, higher respect for singers when I have to listen to my own voice while singing. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. recording in the studio is the hardest thing you can do. It's so unnatural. Yeah, I know. And you hear you hear all the cracks in your own voice and you're like, this Jesus. is just Whoa. a mess. I This just sprang to my mind and I haven't thought about this in years, but I think there used to be a show. It was like an MTV style type show where they would record people secretly in their car mm -hmm. and they'd be singing along to music, but somehow they would isolate their voice yeah. Yeah. to make it clear what they actually sound like Ooh, and oh humiliate God. them. And I used to be petrified that one of my <laughs> friends would do this to me. That's a that's a very first world fear. I'm, <laughs> I'm Googling right now because so um, Kenise was like, I love this song. Actually, you know what? Is this Ace of Bass this or is no, it's it Len? Len? It's Len. You know what? 
I broke your heart earlier and I was oh, wrong. Okay. Uh, so Andrea said that they were neo-Nazis and Kenise got so visibly upset. And it's actually Ace of Ace Base. Ace of Base, I yes. knew they were neo-Nazis. Wait, even I, I didn't still... know they were neo-Nazis. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny because they're, they are very similar vibes. I can see how you would get them confused. They're so happy. That's the thing. The upbeatness right. of white supremacy will get you. Exactly. Yeah. All their little children and dresses. Yeah. And... The sign is... Yeah. A swastika. So that's what yeah. you saw. Wow. I saw that sign. The sign. Oh, the sign is the sign. Oh, I don't know that that's true. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. See? I broke your heart. You broke mine. I just freaked out. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the sign. Y'all were singing about it and you didn't know. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Oh, my God. The song All That She Wants is about lazy girl having babies to get more welfare money from oh, a yeah. state. Woo! P.S. She's wearing a star of David jewelry in the video. Um, oh, my God. Um, I the song I saw the sign. The title sounds like a metaphor for an event on, on con, on condition leading to personal understanding. But okay, that's a whole lot of yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Um, everyone's we're saying like everyone's a Nazi or a pedophile or a Nazi pedophile. We're going back through history and finding out all these horrible things. Yeah. about musicians. No. Let's just start fresh, guys. <laughs> yes, like twenty twenty is going to be the new history. No, not it'll be the year one. Yeah, year we're one. Gonna start over. I, if we started in 2020, that would be terrifying. Trump, global warming. Do That's you think a good point. You yeah. know what? I think it's just a never-ending cycle of hell. I do too. I don't think it's like actually ever been better or worse. I don't know. Have you guys watched, speaking of creeps, have you watched the new Aziz special? I haven't all? seen it I yet. saw the first half of it and it seems a little lazy to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. heard very mixed reviews about it. Yeah, It's like... It, it was smart of him to have Spike Jones do it because it's very artsy. Like, it looks really cool. Yeah. And, and the way he films it kind of, like, it really, like, ingratiates Aziz to you and, and makes – it's, like, very cl- up close to him and he's talking to the audience and it's like, okay, this seems like a down-to-earth person who wants to, like, connect. And, and he does acknowledge the um, the the old choke finger gate or whatever it was that happened. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's he acknowledges and he apologizes in a way for it that seems genuine, but also he could have just hired the best people and had the best PR to see. I don't know. I don't know him. I'll never know. Um, But he was talking about like every generation has their fucked up thing. Like generations before us had like the Vietnam War. You know, it's like we do forget that like there's been several world wars. So and genocides. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Holocaust wasn't even that unique when you think about it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> or real okay yeah. no. oh, we're canceled yeah. <laughs> um well i um let's let's move on to a lighter topic <laughs> and uh not allow me to be canceled <laughs> yeah well i i did i wanted to give everybody an update because yes. a few shows ago i was talking about this new vibrator that i got yeah so what happened what had happened was okay <laughs> I read an article because a um, friend of the show, Remy Casimir, yeah. yes. posted something on her social media about how this company that makes um, sex, to- like female uh, marketed sex toys, yeah. mm-hmm. um, like very uh, hell bent on closing the pleasure gap, so to speak. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to buy ads on the subways, on the New York City subways, oh. and they wouldn't let them 
purchase ah. ad space. So they're suing the MTA because, you know, they have like those four hymns. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There's so ads. much. It's a bunch of shit about erections mm-hmm. and shit. Erectile yeah. dysfunction. Yeah. And it's like kind of fucked up when also, you really think about food ads are like there's lots of like a woman with like milk. There's all I hated yeah. that. Ad. I know. It was like, oh, you love Postmates. And yeah, then it's fuck just like you. a hot model. Just like, like pouring milk on her face. Yes. That's what that's who's getting sure, Postmates. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah, this yeah. is a real thing. This milk is an ad. It was just like, yeah. Maybe it's milk. Maybe it's. No. Yeah, it was just. It was a bit. Okay. It was basically Andrea's EPR. Yeah, it was. But about Postmates. Yeah, yeah. There's like sincere. So many. Crazy subway. Oh, yeah. Also, um, there was one for a plastic surgeon that I saw. Oh, and with I the was grapefruits. At, so okay, I was actually. Fuck <laughs> you. Did you see that I've one? I've seen those. Yeah. I was I was actually babysitting these kids while <laughs> I was on the subway, mm-hmm. and they they see the ad, and it's yeah, it's a woman with oranges, and then like next to her, it's a woman with grapefruits, and, and the and woman with oranges is like, I'm so sad. Oh no, my tits are too small. <laughs> I don't have gigantic. No one wants to fuck. What? Are you kidding me? People. Okay. Yeah, and she looks. She's looked. Her makeup's almost like running, like she's crying. Yeah, it's so. It's cool. just like very literal. Yeah, but the kid. So I was like getting a little like it, it was a little awkward because I knew like the kids were staring at it. They were gonna say something. Yeah, yeah. And then and and it had like thirteen grand written on the thing, like it had a price tag. Yeah, yeah. And they look at me and they're just like. Why would they charge thirteen grand for a bathing suit? <laughs> nice. And I was like, okay, good. Like, I'm yeah. glad they missed out on that horrible. Probably subliminally, they're still getting the message. Bigger yes. boobs are better than yeah. stupid small boobs. The horrible, Get disgusting out. Get out of small here. boobs. Yeah. It's- Whatever. They take longer to peel. <laughs> um, but anyway, so they are suing the MTA and. Based on this article, I looked more into the company and mm. found that they make this vi- vibrator. That's supposed to be hands free during sex. Mm. What? So it has. It looks like a little. Does it hook onto your flaps? How does this go down? It, it, so it kind of looks like a little alien. Like okay. it's a little yeah. vibrator, and it goes on your clit. But then it has these little legs that you tuck into your pussy. Lips. It goes in like it's like like a tripod, like those yes. anal bead tripods that like what turn exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know what you're talking yeah, I about. Know. I'm so behind. Welcome to the future, um, Kanine. I don't know sorry, how you don't know catch that. Up. Yeah. You don't know the anal bead tripods. Oh my <laughs> god! So, uh, okay. so, 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 yeah. So it like tucks into it, and apparently, like you don't so have to keep like, your hands on it. It's like bendy, and you can bend it to basically hook into you. Like, yeah, I don't like the word hook. Though. Yeah, that <laughs> does sound a bit <laughs> like it's like a claw made of metal, <laughs> and, and you just, just puncture. Oh, oh, it's basically oh, oh, oh. a clamp. It's, like, it's an IUD that's oh, also god. a vibrator. How much? Shit are we going to be clamping into our pussies? <laughs> if I'm clamping anything into my pussy, it's going to be a piercing. Like I, I hear that those are awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. I've heard. I, I met a woman. I, this is getting off topic, but I met a woman when I was studying abroad. Like a hood piercing? Yeah, she had a hood piercing. Yeah. And I met her on the bus. And the reason why she told me that she had it was because she had a full-on orgasm on the bus. Because she was sitting up on top of the engine block. Yeah. And yeah. the bus stopped suddenly. And she's like, oh! <laughs> and I was like, "What? Are you okay?" She's like, "Oh yeah, it's just my hood piercing." <laughs> I've had that. I've have you guys ever sat on the engine block on a bus before? Let me tell you, I don't know how to determine where it is because it's happened to me twice and I've been like, I need to replicate this sensation. Whoa. You were probably somewhere in the back, right? Yeah, somewhere in the back and it hums and also when, because it's the engine, but when you hit the bumps, it like 
jiggles more. I don't know yeah. because like it's not the, enough for you to come from it though. But you're feeling good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm sitting there smiling. I wonder if the <laughs> I bus, love, bus I driver the knows this. Yeah. I know it's amazing, and it's like it's like when you're drunk in public and no one knows you're drunk. It's like <laughs> I, I have a that. secret. Yeah. Nobody fucking knows. <laughs> um. Um. But yeah. So I got it, and um. Billy Presida was on the podcast and I was telling him about it and he was like, I don't trust that that works, whatever. And I was like, I'm going to prove to you that it works. Yeah, absolutely. Because I had a good feeling. Yeah. It works. Wow. Okay. Does, does I, it stay in? Like, it stayed in. Could you walk around with it on? No. Okay. No. It, it's not that secure. Is there a sealant that you use? <laughs> I actually used um, rubber cement. Okay. Oh. You get the pussy spackle. <laughs> You layer it on the interior and then you slap it in there. It's really the only way. It's, it's like still a in there, but patch. I'm not. I'm not angry at it. <laughs> um, I I think that probably certain positions it definitely would not stay in place. Okay. I know that was a long sentence. Sure. Probably it definitely wouldn't work. Okay. <laughs> like if you were on top, it would. I am pretty certain it would fall out. Okay. But uh, I was. I tried it like. It was best, it was best like in the missionary. Okay. And then it also worked really well like doggy style. Okay. So when there's not a lot of like up, down. Yeah. On your, on your part. Like I don't see how it would stay very well in place if you were on top. Okay. Okay. But, but in many other positions it was Mazel great. Tov. Yeah. Are you doing that with your slam piece? Yeah, baby. Emily's got a new slam piece who... I, I'm fucking on the regular. I'm a big Woo-hoo. fan of And I can't stop talking about it because I haven't, like, been fucking on the regular in such a long yeah, you're time. So, you're so happy. I am. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. But for a long time, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't coming from sex with my slam piece because I've been on this medication. The anxiety medication. It's, yeah, it's like anti-anxiety medication that, um... I, I didn't even realize that that was a, I mean, I knew, I had heard before that that was yeah. a side effect from like SSRIs and stuff, Yeah, but it wasn't affecting me. Like I was still getting horny. Like I always thought that you just didn't have a sex drive. No, I think it like blocks the ability, something in your body to like come. Yeah. People who are on antidepressants have it too. I know that like dudes have trouble getting hard sometimes or like. It blocks the jizz. Yeah. I don't know the technical it's, terms. It's, it's a jizz blocking uh, pill. So Side effects. It jizz blockage. It, it puts up a, a film. Oh. Yeah, like a rubber cement. The All tip these of your descriptors penis. are really <laughs> making you cringe. It, it hooks in. It hooks to in with a nice, a nice little spear. Yeah, sure. It's like the anal bee tripod, I, but it's in I your. I am mind. looking this up after this podcast because I have never in my life seen this. The It'll be tripod. Oh, we'll show it to you. Yeah. We we'll have one. Thank it's it's not what? currently working. Yeah. What? Just, it, it just looks it's, like it anal looks beads. like anal beads. Like okay. it's, that's but not it's the not official actual. name. I think it's called a Joby tripod. That's, this is like a tripod for a camera. Yes. For, okay. I have, okay. Yes. I have seen a. Tri- I thought you meant that. Yes. Uh, there's there's guys out there and they're like, okay, so you know your butt. And like how a bead can open it up. Let's get three in there. Let's spread them out. And I just want to look inside. I can't even put my dick in between the beads, but I just want an opening. I'm like, why would you be confused, Kenise? And then I was like, oh, because we literally didn't tell you at all. We started referring. Also, no one in the audience knows that we refer to these tripods as anal bead tripods. I was just like, wow. Literally the only people on the planet. I was like, how is this? 
Yeah. How are you using this sexually? Like Where I'm, are you I'm, putting these? I, I was so... I'm learning about SSRIs. I'm learning about <laughs> tripods that you put in your asshole. We're learning a lot today. Um, we're learning about fake neo-Nazis and real Nazis. Yes. It's a whole learning curve. Oh, but you know what? Before I forget, I, I'm not... They're not sponsoring us and they should, but it's called... The company's called Dame. Okay. D-A-M-E. Mm-hmm. And if, if there are women out there... If any women listen to this podcast... Sure. I'm not sure if they do. <laughs> I feel like probably a few. <laughs> Um, look into it because they uh, is it helping you come? Yeah. Wow. wow. Congratulations. Because it's like less that you have to. I mean, I've always been a big fan of like using sex toys. Yeah, you got during, a whole battery of them. Yeah. I yeah. I have like an arsenal. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, but having to like hold it and having to like keep it in place is like distracting. Is it uncomfortable at all? No, it's not uncomfortable. It's just annoying like sometimes it's not worth the trouble that that, oh. that it is to like have to hold it in place for so, me so no no i mean sorry with the with the with the new one is it oh. uncomfortable because it's hooked in there <laughs> no because it's not really hooked in there it's, <laughs> it's as if you took um it's as if you i'm gonna took... need you to show me your vagina <laughs> it, this is like when you tried to explain to me how uh that guy you hooked up with had a two had a three-way with his brother and you were trying to explain <laughs> How both dicks went in. And I'm like, I'm just not. He was on the bottom. She was riding him on top. And then the brother was fucking her from behind. This is this is standard double penetration. I don't I don't understand what, you know, (laughs) I have spatial awareness. Okay, I really need to see things. Okay, Um, so I'm going to need you to bring him in here and have a three with his brother in front of me so I can really see it. But, you know, and if that would make it like click for you. Yes. Then sure. I need that. So. Does it fall out at all during sex? It didn't for me. And do you put it? Do you put it in before? Are you like, let me go to the bathroom and tuck my little vagina? No, I'm very no. <laughs> you can see it. It's it, it, the the actual thing that that buzzes. It's like fresh. Is, it's like flesh colored. You pretend oh it's not God. there. <laughs> I paint it the same color. Oh, I know. I, I bring a wig that's made <laughs> of my pussy hair, and I just put a little strip and over you hear it. Zzz. And he's like, what's that? It's like, it's my natural it. feeling. Yeah, my pussy just vibrates. And that's how hot I am for you. Right. My pussy is just... You yeah. know how some women are squirters? <laughs> yeah. I'm a buzzer. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, No, it's I'm very transparent about it. It's also like, I got the green one because I like that it looks like a little alien. Yeah. I call it E.T. That's like my little <laughs> name for... I, I have pet names this for my so vibrators. fun. Yeah. No, I'm very transparent about it. Like, and my current slam piece is like, he's into whatever is going to like help me come. Mm-hmm. It's not like a weird thing. No, of course. Nice. I mean, yeah. Like, especially if you're taking meds that are going to inhibit that. Like, yeah. bring in the arsenal by all means. Yeah. I just wonder when the phallus, <laughs> when it's going in and out, yes. does mm-hmm. it catch it on the way out? So no, because it's on the clit and my, and if you know human anatomy, oh, but the where fuck is it? hole is a very different location. So then where are you hooking it? In the in the labia, like in the pussy lips. Oh, yeah. okay. I have a hundred percent been thinking there were like two legs <laughs> that go down in my and vagina, then enter the vagina. Yeah. N- oh no. I thought it was. I thought it was like, like that would actually be more secure. Snapped on. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. So it's just riding the lips. It's not riding the lips. <laughs> it's just. It's tucked. It's it's as if you. I'm gonna uns- need you to take out your pussy. It's like okay. Imagine <laughs> imagine a 
little coin purse. Okay, yes. And imagine like two little bendable legs. Yes. You put them in the coin purse. You close the coin purse. Oh, so it's kind of like sitting on top of it. Like it, like you're... The, the body is sitting on top of it and it's small. It's like that bit. I mean, you guys can't hear, you <laughs> yeah. can't see, but it's the size, the size of a loony of... for all Canadians out there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I always forget that you're Canadian. I know, it's so not, doesn't jive with my personality whatsoever. It's insane. Yeah, it's really, for truly the insane. Americans out there, <laughs> yeah. um, it's like a silver dollar. Okay. For um, international listeners, any, you know, silver dollar sized thing. Yeah, like a two pound coin. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Exactly. Um, and then the legs go inside. So it it's just like tucked in there. It's like a cowboy straddling a pole. No, why are you being so aggressive? I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm just trying to pretend I don't know. So, so I can the one thing is that when, okay, so we, so when we were... <laughs> I'm so happy he doesn't listen to this. Uh-huh. So when we, so we're when we were in describe Mich- his penis in detail, please. <laughs> it's great. Uh huh. Oh. Um. So when we were in missionary, mm-hmm. he felt it. That was the only thing. Like it was like against his groin area, not yeah. even, like like lower abdomen. Yes. So like I, I don't think that was maybe the most comfortable for him. But then he said from behind was Can't fine. He didn't feel it at all. Wow. And. uh it felt pretty good for me. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. You're just so full of life these days. I know. God, what's going to happen when you and this guy break? <laughs> I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be a fucking mess. It really is like, it, there is a noticeable difference between when you're fucking on the regs oh, and then yeah. when you're not. Because you're like letting out so much stress and tension. It's not just fucking on the regs. It's like having a partner that you like and you don't have to like do work to. Like Kenise mentioned, you're back on the apps now, right? Yeah. So it's like I I haven't been on the apps in a minute and I forget how much energy it is. So much. And how many insane people you have to like interface with regularly to just like maybe hook up with like get close to maybe hooking up with someone. And then, you know what I mean? It, and then being shat on. Yeah. Having, yeah. Your, having your your ego constantly destroyed. Yeah. like, Or just like like meeting mm. up with losers and then being like, I didn't think you were a loser because yeah, you, you seemed different you online. Yeah, decent photography. Mm-hmm. Maybe yes. you just know a photographer and you <laughs> seemed interesting. Yeah. And then I meet you and you are not interesting. The best are the people who clearly know photographers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you either paid to have headshots done or you have a photographer friend that just like takes pictures specifically for your dating profile yes. every time they see you. Yeah. There are certain alleys that I've passed by and I know like, oh, this is where people get their dating profile <laughs> yes. pictures yes. taken. Because it's like, oh, it'll have cool stuff in the back when it says like, hey, I'm a city man. I'm not a suburban man, but I'm also cool. And look yeah. at the lighting on my face. And it's like, oh my, every every single guy. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. A pastel background is the fucking <gasps> yes. universal Instagram slash dating app uh like backdrop that's very new yes that's very yeah. like brooklyn that's the new cool like i feel like it used to be more graffiti and now yeah. it's solid pastels yes. Yes. and that's the way to say like i'm in touch with my feminine side but i'm also a fucking man yeah, yeah. andrea yes i hate to interrupt this recording but i need to talk about this wonderful sponsor that we have it's been making me smell so divine all over town me too when dustin came to visit me i was wearing one of these scents from our sponsor Fleur, and he was like why do you smell i mean first of all red flag to the fact that i've always been smelling bad why do you smell like An a angel. woman <laughs> he came in and i like straightened my hair and had makeup on and i was wearing this scent i think i was wearing gray law and he he was like, who 
aren't you? I love the aesthetic of that. Ugh. I love the idea of you greeting him at the door in a kimono with a fresh scent on your pulse points. Oh, yeah, baby. I love everything about it. But let's be honest, perfume can be annoying to buy. Yes, Because expensive. you have to buy like a whole bottle. It lasts 17 years. It's mm-hmm. expensive. And you don't get much variety, which is why I love this company so much. It's, again, the company is Fleur, P-H-L-U-R. And what they do is they send you three little sample size scents and they last a pretty long time. It's a good amount of of liquid for $18, which we also have a discount for. And then you can pick one of the scents. And if you end up buying a full size bottle, you get the full $18 credited to the full size bottle. It's actually a fucking steal when you think about it. And even like you could get the sample, even the sample set would be good as like a gift for someone or yes, truly just want like these small bottles. It's really nice fragrances. They smell very good. They're they're, unisex. So you can buy them for anybody in your life. Non-toxic. Non-toxic, completely natural. And the packaging is so chic. It's beautiful. It's like Chanel. It's all white and very, very um, simple, cruelty-free, vegan, sustainably sourced and packaged with recycled materials. It's got it all going on. I'm wearing this scent right now. It's called Hanami. And it reminds me of like like an ocean, like a sea salt type mm. of vibe. I can't stop smelling it. And I don't often give too much of a shit about the way I smell that way. But yeah. this is making me feel like a beach goddess. Yeah, you like, you're like subtly. It's like when you get a manicure and you're showing your nails all the time. Uh-huh, you become real expressive. Yes. And you like, I like catch myself smelling myself on the train. I mean, a little weird. Ooh. But I'm like, this is a vacation for my senses. I am wearing Sandara. The notes of it are forest air, violet leaves, timor pepper, sandalwood, and oak moss. Wow. Very, very earthy. Earthy. Reminds me of the reddest. Okay. What I like about the these scents is they have a lot of these kind of more subtle ones, and then they have the more citrusy one. Like they've got a good range. There's a rose one that's really nice. Like there's a I lot of that one. varieties of types of scents, which is totally. Key. How can people check out Fleur, Emily? You can visit our landing page at fleur.com/slash/hotmess to get your first three Fleur fragrance samples at twenty percent off. What? So that'll come out to about fifteen dollars. That's a fucking steal. I can't even. I can't even. Get it for your girlfriend. Get it for your friends. Get it for your wife. Get it for your husband. Get it for your boss. Get it for your dog. Get it for everyone. P-H-L-U-R dot com slash hot mess. Again, that's Fleur dot com slash hot mess. Well, I saw your Twitter and this, so we research our guests. I never read people's tweets. I know Keith Malley of Keith and the Girl does this all the time. Mm -hmm. But this tweet, I was like, I must know. You know, reading people's tweets is like, it's always a crapshoot because it's like, you could ask them, what did you mean by this? And they're like, oh, I just, th- it, that it's didn't happen. It's just, yeah. Yeah, clearly. But this one, I was like, I must. <laughs> well, I don't know which one it's going to be. This one it. seems like there, there's probably a kernel of truth. Okay. If I had to say. I was sexting with a guy and he sent me a video of him <laughs> doing meth. So I'm probably just going to sew up my whole situation. <laughs> Is this true? Yes. No. Yes. Knees, did he have a did he have a cool Instagram photo and then he does meth? Uh, Was okay. this a guy you knew? No. Okay. <laughs> it's a guy. So I will say I love sexting. I, it's one of my oh, favorite it's the best. things. It's so fun. I love being at work or in public and just getting something and being like, <laughs> my yes. dirty little thing. I yes. love that. It's like orgasming on the bus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just something that I've 
I've liked since I knew what sex was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember the first time, like, I, had, I was in third grade when a boy in my class was reading, like, the personals section yes, to me. Yeah. And I just loved that interchange. Oh, it's so, like, secret. Yes. Secret's the big part of it. I, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, the secretive thing. Yeah. So I will say that when I get back on the apps, which I do every six months or so, sure. uh, I usually find some people that I'm like, oh, I'll actually date this person, but uh-huh. some people there, I just text with them. Really? And it's just oh. like sexting back and forth. Do you know, is it like you, you see the person and you're like, they're, tr- they're That's a attractive sexter. enough, but like, I'm not interested in meeting with you, but I'll put you in the sext category? Uh, it's usually do, because like some people on the apps mm-hmm. are like, hey, I'm super kinky. And I'm like, I don't mind like discussing kink stuff. Sure, sure. But like in practice, I'm not as kinky as some sure. of these people. Yeah, like, when people bust out like the ball, like the ball gag, you're like, whoa, okay. Yeah, like I've, I, I own one, but it was a gift from a man who wanted me to use it. Exactly. On, so okay, I have one. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, I know that realistically, I'm not gonna. Be your dungeon bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not going to sure. do And certainly not right away. Not right, right? away, but these like, guys are like, yeah, from oh, the get go. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, I yeah. talk about sex a lot, and like, I some people assume that I'm like super kinky, and I'm like, I'm not really that. You're just open, and yeah, and yeah. like I'm definitely down to discuss it, and like if we're doing role play texting, then yeah, sure, whatever. But I'm not yes. actually going to do. You know what's interesting? Andrea's had this happen. You've had this happen to you before, right? Well, this happens you- to me a lot. I talk about sex very early, and or well, but just- you also talk about kinks, like having yeah. done kinky stuff. So yeah. I think people assume that you're like gonna I'm be just gonna into- have a threesome yes. with you without meeting you. Yeah, it's like no, I have a job. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I'm, I'm, like- I'm still a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah there's this weird thing where it's like oh you're fucking you're a fucking animal so i yeah. can just do whatever no. and you're like I, not oh, at all yeah do you not think that there are like rules also yeah. you could kill me and that's like always in my brain yes it's mm-hmm. like you could kill me i'm not going to your basement date one number yeah. one it's a basement number two <laughs> you're a man like yeah. i don't mm-hmm. care how fucking horny i am this is I do I do love sexting with people though I get I get gratification from it in its own like yes. its own little entity yes yeah um so what did how did the meth get introduced okay so he in this always happens did but, you know he was a sexting person off the bat were you like I've already delegated uh, yeah I've already sure <laughs> like okay at first I was like mm, but then like he said some things and I was like I don't really think. I'd want to hang out with you. Sure. <laughs> you're not for public consumption. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're for sexting. And that's uh-huh. great. And uh-huh. I like it. And you like it. But he started sending me pictures of his penis, of course. Uh-huh. And I'm like, he's like, send me some stuff of yours. And I was like, oh, like, uh, camera, what? Uh, <laughs> I'm using... Do you, uh, do you ever send nudes? Um, no. Not to anyone who's just a sex person. Yeah. Like, I've sent nudes to people I was in, like, a relationship with. But Yeah. I, but it, so it's, it really is just, like, the verbal... Just the verbal... Repartee. That's... that's what I like. Yeah. Um, so he sends me a few pictures of his dick and then he sends me like uh, some videos of him masturbating and then he sends mm-hmm. me a video where he's smoking something and I'm like, I don't know what that is and he's yeah. like, it's meth. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Here's the thing, okay, um, with meth and I have never... Oh, please tell me the thing about meth. <laughs> I've never, I've never done meth before. I have also never done meth. Um, but Sames. the kinkiest, most sexually fucked up person that I was ever with was um, a heroin addict, but also he told me once about um, him and his other heroin friend got a bunch of meth and they got a bunch of prostitutes, sex workers, yeah. I don't know what the word is, and they just 
smoked meth and fucked them in like a hotel room or something. Yeah, for in the like, same room. Uh, I think they had rooms next to adjoining mm-hmm. rooms. Um, they could like knock on the wall. Sure, to say you, hi. Are you still yeah. high on drugs and fucking this poor sex worker? Hope she's still alive. Um, yeah. Um, and they like fucked for like days. I think that meth is Jesus. one of the like s- sex drugs. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Like. Heroin is like nodding off and not being a part of this reality. Yeah, crack is not a sex. Crack can be a sex. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yes, coke. Coke can be a sex. I've heard coke can be a sex. Sure, Uh, but the but guys have trouble keeping it up or finishing. Crack's definitely a sex drug. Meth is a sex drug. Crack, see, that's so funny because whenever I think of crack, I just think of like a, a I, I think of the show Intervention and like an old woman sitting in a chair who like can't stop smoking crack. No, but it, it makes you, apparently it makes you really horny. Well, I don't, really? yeah, alcohol also makes me horny. Any substance makes me horny. <laughs> yeah. But, but I think it's Chocolate. like. Chocolate. Sure. You know. Chocolate's great. Coffee. Yeah. Uh, I just started drinking coffee. Welcome. Yeah. Thanks wow. That yeah, world. That took a while. Yeah, I mean, I always drink tea, and I usually drink tea just like as a slow drip throughout the day. Sure. But now, like, for several reasons, it's just been like, oh my gosh, I have to be a person immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Give me coffee. Okay. It seems like, uh, and this is, I said this to you, and Kenise has a very good podcast, um, Love About Town, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I was saying this to you on your show, you're very like buttoned up seeming uh, you're wearing cardigan right now i own several cardigans uh-huh and uh and like it doesn't surprise me that you drink tea throughout the day like there's this whole <laughs> tea drinkers are so refined very <laughs> refined yeah you cu- you come off as like so refined oh my god Thank and yet you. you have this like i love to sex st- the, like i have these like meth boys that i sex like <laughs> Seems like you have these two kind of alternative that lies. This is this is you asked me, Kanice, how are you a hot mess? Yeah. And that is a large part of my yeah. answer to that question. I relate to this so much. Yeah, she's this way I, too. I've always like fantasized about living a double life. And mm-hmm. like I do oh. I keep secrets from people. Not like secrets are fun. They're no. fun. Yeah, you fucking weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were one of these. And I love I love these types of people. Like all of my close friends in life are always like, you know, a little bit more introverted people, not crazy introverted, but but like maybe on the shire side and they seem kind of like conservative for lack of a better word even though they're yeah. not and they always are way more crazy and fucked up than I am, but they just hide it in a way, in a weird way. And there's those little secrets and little little adventures oh God, they go on, it. little avenue it. bees, yeah, little, little shoots and ladders. Yeah, yes. and I'm always like, I enjoy it because there's always something <laughs> crazy coming down the pipeline, inevitably. It's like you're a mystery novel of a person. You know Aww. what I mean? I, I don't, I, I'm taking that as a positive. It absolutely is. No, I love it. I, okay. I find it fascinating because I can't, I disclose everything constantly. Mm-hmm. I can't keep any part of myself hidden really. I mean, there's a few things, but I, the idea of having the restraint to appear so one way and then to be so the other way is so fucking crazy I to love me. that you use the word restraint. Uh, yeah. That is something that I... A man who is restrained, yes, not necessarily um, repressed, but yes. specifically restrained, yes. That I'm, you like, love that. It, I, I, I am trying to do that myself. I, it's something that I am very attracted to. Okay, so why well, is it? Be, well, yeah, like, is it that you just you get to discover? It's that you get to discover. So, like, yeah. there's um. It's almost like unwrapping a present, getting to know them. Yes. So, like, they are very buttoned up, but it's also. 
they are displaying constantly that they have the ability to control things yes. and that they are in control of themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's like, a, I don't, it's hard for and me to describe. peel the onion back and it's they're the fucking si- smoking meth. <laughs> no, that guy, he's, uh, he's like way too on the surface about yeah, it. Yeah. I need someone who's it's like an C- accountant. Yeah. yeah it's yes. the CEO go- that goes to sex dungeons oh, yes. and like wants um, to be stomped um, on um, and um, peed oh my on. God, I love it. I love it. So I'm not going to pee on someone, but I, I do love that. Have you always been this way? Well, I've always been kind of buttoned up. So, like, I was raised in a very religious family. I see. We went okay. to church every Sunday. It's in the South. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I have always kind of also dressed a certain, like, in yeah. middle school, I wore skirts and, sure. like, kitten heels every day. Was uh, there a uniform? No. Oh, just by choice. <laughs> just Denise by choice. uniform, yeah. <laughs> I, I had, it was in the middle of winter, and I, this is, uh, this will show how old I am, whatever, it doesn't matter. Who um, gives a fuck? It was in like high school on the way to college and I had I was in the middle of winter even though North Carolina these are all extraneous details at any rate I was wearing pants Mm -hmm. and I go into a blockbuster video Mm because I have to return some tapes oh yeah (laughs) and the guy working at the counter went to middle school with me and he was like I, I thought it was you, but you're wearing pants. Why oh. are you? I've never seen you in pants yeah. before. Usually you're wearing a sundress. Yes. And like a little pretty belt that matches and your hair is, yep. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah, it's always been very. It's like someone seeing you out of character. Yes. Like, why are you wearing jeans? Yes. What I f- just, I own jeans now because I have clothing swaps every six months and there's a lady who comes who's my size and so I've just oh, taken cool. her jeans. Wow. Oh yeah, you guys should come. I'll send you the That's fun. Yeah. Um, do you... Was it because your family valued like being conservative? Uh, kind of like, and it's it's I it's frustrating because conservatism conservatism has been hijacked by like political conservatives. Sure, yes. sure. So like and Nazis and Nazis, yeah. So and, I and saw the Ace sun. of Base. <laughs> these sons of bitches. Uh-huh. Um, but th- there's also a uh, I guess a personal conservative. I wish there was a different word. Yeah, but it no, is just like exactly modesty. It's modesty. Yes, like yeah. Uh, this is this is, I'm wearing a sundress right now and it you can see not even cleavage but like slightly the top of my boob and sure. it is like I am very aware of that this is because like risky business yes, for you. I want to see more. Oh okay. <laughs> um cuz normally I am wearing like a button up shirt to the top, yeah, you know? Like I, know. I just I don't you know. You just don't feel comfortable unless you're covered up. It I do feel more comfortable covered up, but it's also like a thing where like some people get to see what's under this yes. and some people do not. I think it's that's what it is is like uh. the my my best I love this. My best friend growing up, um, Annabelle, shout out, <laughs> um, was she was a similar way. Very very smart person. Very dry. We had like st- so much fun together. Such a funny person. And we used to get up to such fucked up <laughs> shit all the time. Like planning to kill our teacher at one point. Like oh, which, I don't know that you should say <laughs> not, that. We didn't actually, but we got into like really dark shit mentally together. Yes. Um. But but did you guys watch the movie Jawbreaker too many times? Loved it. Something so- like that. Like really, we went into some pretty fucked up avenues with one another. And and never did anything actually, but like entertained a lot of darkness in our minds. Mm-hmm. It's fun to entertain some darkness. I like it always. When yes. you meet someone that that really allows you to go there with them, yeah. there's nothing like that. It. Is so important. I to think me. that's intelligence also. Like yes. I think I think an, an an intelligent mind can understand that you can entertain darkness yes. and not actually mean to yes. do the and thing. And also creativity. Like if they're just like I'd kill a per-, like okay boring. Yeah, but like, exactly. If they can like really get into it with you and like let's yeah. create this whole. Thing Scenario. web of crazy perversion yes yes, yes. Uh, and she it. it's the best and she, but she we would never get in trouble 
I mean, I was a very extroverted, like openly psycho, never wearing underwear <laughs> type person. And she was this like buttoned up, whatever. And she would always, she did drugs in high school. She had a tattoo. No one knew mm. anything about it. Because she got away with it. She got she, away with yeah. it. Yeah. She was, she was, um, she was our student body. She was like our valedictorian. Or oh, shit. Like an academic type thing. And her and I were getting drunk in the snow once <laughs> together. <laughs> in the snow. Beautiful Canadian thing. Oh. Um, and I left to go somewhere. And she got caught. And she feigned a panic attack about academia and completely got out of it. Nice. Was like obviously so fucking hammered. And she was like, I'm just so worried about my grades. <laughs> and the teachers were like, I get it. You're oh under a lot God. of yes. pressure. And I'm watching this like, this motherfucker. Fucker. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Annabelle. Yeah, she was the she was the best. I mean, she also was, I think, concealing parts of herself using do you feel like it's it's veiled in any type of shame or is it truly just like I do think there's I like to segregate of shame, but I do really enjoy like how, how I'm trying to put, figure out how to put this. And it is it was really frustrating to hear. So I went to a sex club with our mutual friend. Mm. Um, I didn't fuck him. I just wanted to see what the sex club was like. Sure. And he mentioned to some other comedians that he was going to the sex club with me. And they were like, oh, Kenise, into ropes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I swear to God, I've been giving you nothing. I have, like, I, I like controlling what goes yes. out about me in a sure. certain way. Yeah. I think this person told Andrea that he went to they the did. sex club. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I was like, what are you telling me? This is interesting. Anyway. I just, uh, I just, yeah, it fresh. I don't want that to be the thing. I want for, Rohan and I talk about this a lot. I would love it if the people who I wanted saw me as a sexual person, mm-hmm. but then everyone else didn't even know I was a woman. I, I understand that They didn't what you mean. perceive that I had a vagina. They didn't get access to any of that. Yeah. But the people that I'm interested in, that they were like, something's going on with that girl. And I'd be like, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I want, this I is want, what I want this you is to what know. I, but yeah. everyone else, it's, it's like um, Rachel McCartney talks about it. It's like a, one of the burdens a lot of being like a, a, a femme woman is the – uh, the annoyance of having to walk around and deal with people's uh, like People cat calls or sexual you. attention. Yeah. It's not, it's like, it's truly just irritating because I'm trying to move through the world as a person. Yes. It's irritating and it also can make you feel just like gross. Like objectification, the word objectification is very accurate because it's like you just feel like an object and you don't have any control over it. Yeah. I dress incredibly re- I'm in, I wear incredibly revealing clothes all the time. Yes, but you should be able to do that with well, yes. that's part of what it is. I'm like I love the, I love the way my body looks and I want I should be able to be naked. I mean, I mean that's No, a, I agree with you. You yeah. should be able to walk down the street naked and yes. have nobody say anything, yeah. but unfortunately I was like also New York is very dirty. I wouldn't sure. recommend that. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I feel like you yeah, have to I don't wash even wear flip-flops <laughs> on the train if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah but it's like you want especially when I'm wearing like I have a pair of stripy pants that accentuate a certain part of my body those pants are out of control out of control (laughs) i love when you wear those pants it's 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 on another level that's and i'm like the minute i'm out on the streets it's like i can feel this entire perception shift and it's fucking up my whole day Mm. you know what i mean it's it's this weird like i'm annoyed it's kind of like my feeling about being a very a comic with very sexual material who's very blue i'm like I think I doubled down on this because it pisses me off that yeah. society like turns me into something or or people frown upon it and I want to be like, fuck you, I should have the yeah. right to do this. Yes, I think like what you're describing right now is you 
it makes you feel good and you're in control of doing it. Like you're like, I am dressing this way. I don't care that people are going to react. I actually kind of like it because I'm in control. Yeah. What is not a fun experience is when you have no control over whether somebody's going to sexualize you or not. Right. You're just out here in the wild west trying to wear shorts. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And like, if, if I'm going to get, if someone's going to be up in my business, if I'm wearing like a tank top, then fuck you. I'm wearing see-through pants yeah. <laughs> and a shirt that says pussy. And I, I hate you. I hate that this is like the the only ways that I can exist. So it's almost like a middle finger. It's actually a very similar, like they're two opposite sides of the spectrum. So yeah. you're in your cardigan, you're in your see-through pants, but yeah. you're really trying to achieve the same thing. Yes. yes. We're in unity together. Say, and it's hard for me to talk about this because it, it, there are some issues that I have that I'm working on that potentially inform this or perform inform my perception of this mm-hmm. but also there's like cultural and race stuff but like sure when i'm walking around i'm i very rarely feel sexualized interesting like i have n- the only like cat call not really uh old black men often tell me to stay in school ah. they look at me and they're like Hel- thank you for helping the neighborhood and i'm like i don't live here so yeah. that's <laughs> thank you for being good samaritan yeah. like, i'm just wearing glasses so, yeah that's that's about it um yeah so i that's terrible that you have to deal with that sure but it's just not like my experience is not is not that the yeah. same yeah, yeah. Mine, yeah mine is like hey i'm here you stop pushing <laughs> oh yeah i exist you're also a small person yes. you're physically very yes. small yeah well so do you it's interesting when did you start like sort of living these ulterior ulterior kind of lives. Alternative. alternative yeah ulterior is not the right word alternative lives uh, probably college as soon as I was able to control my life my schedule and, sure. and that sort of thing um, that's when I started sexting with strangers uh, how would you find were them? you like on Craigslist yes yeah baby See, same thing yes. I wouldn't I wouldn't Put, I would never create a Craigslist ad, but I would respond, respond. to other people's yes. ads. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. R- and I'd do it in R- the R- cities R- I didn't live in. Just straight just up. Just to have that. Just like, to be like, yep, here's a person I'm messaging. We'll never, ever meet, but this is a fun thing that I get to do for so myself. That's so smart. Yeah. I didn't go that far. Oh, yeah. I was like, I, 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 <laughs> very silly. I also knew which cities were better for it. <laughs> really? <laughs> or just like, would oh, I found like two people here that I like talking to, but no one in this place. What's the best city for an anonymous sex conversation? It's a city I ended up living in, a Boston. Really? <laughs> really? People there, dude. Boston. Boston's great. Oh, well, it, I mean, it has its issues, but it's great. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Oh, it reminds me. Boston, baby. It reminds me of uh, Mobilehead. Do you remember Mobilehead? Oh my God, RIP Mobilehead. What first is, of all, what is Mobilehead? I will tell you, but for I mean, first of all, RIP the Craigslist personal yes. section because yeah. it just like was su- it's such an integral part to my love map. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Yeah, Mobile- what is a love map? <laughs> so many. I don't know here. all these things. <laughs> you know the anal beads tripod. Oh my god, um, that's actually I'm part so of my love map too. Yeah. <laughs> the anal beads tripod. So yeah. Cute. Um. The okay, so the Mobilehead refers to I, an I'm not, ad. It was a so, Craigslist. So ad we, that were we, on, found. we were on we were on Craigslist looking for ads to read as a bit. Yes. Like we weren't actually responding to them, but we found one that was called Mobilehead, no photos or anything, and it just had one single line, and the line was looking to suck you off in my car or yours. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Mobilehead. Okay. It was just so perfect and self-contained. Yeah. And I'm like, where is Mobilehead now? I wonder. You know? Where? The, I mean, that was the perfect outlet for Mobilehead to look for what for they Mobilehead. were looking yes. for. Yeah. And now it doesn't exist. Where would you put that? Like, 
OK Cupid, yeah, Tinder, just I the think, faceless. I think Reddit well. is now where yeah. Reddit stuff. Yeah, lives. Reddit. It goes down on Reddit. Yeah. Um, huh. So do you do you expose like your friends or your partners to this kind of like side of, of you, or is this just for you? And also like like. When I first started to hang out with Emily, she would slowly be like, can I tell you this thing I did? And I'd be like, oh, you're such a freak. Okay, what did you do? Like, do, do you wait a while to show people this kind of like side, these side lives, these private things that you're doing? Or do mm. people know about it sort of right away? Depends on the level of friendship. So okay. like my best friends, they know things before I do them oftentimes. Sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I take great pleasure in that there are some things that are just for me and yes. only I know them. Okay. And so even the people who are closest to me in the world don't know this. Don't know this. Mm-hmm. And, and say those things mine. right now to the microphone. <laughs> well, okay. Um, and, and it's like, okay, this is a me thing and I, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there are most things my best friends know. Okay. But then it irks me when people who are not <laughs> like my good friends sure. find out specifics. Okay. Like, so that's why this rope thing it, bothered yeah, you. Yeah. It was like, yeah. you don't, hey. I have jokes about rope stuff. Sure. But kind of like how you were asking it, on Twitter, is this yeah, a yeah. real thing or is this just a made up thing? Sure, it's funny? sure. Yeah. And I like it being like, it's probably just made up because it's funny. That's right. it. Right. But once you get specifics about me, I'm like, oh, I don't want you to have these. Mm. <laughs> what is it that makes you, do you feel like that information protect, what is it that you don't, I'm like, why don't you want people to know your private what? information? Oh, um, I'm just curious because I, it doesn't bother me at all, but I know that I'm so far in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is it a shame? Is it shame? Or is it just like, enjoying? yeah, I was going to ask the same thing. Yeah. Okay, like, so, do you think there's some shame? Oh, I have a mountain of shame issues. But for me, it's also like, I like the way that people treat me for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like not. I'm trying to figure the best way to say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not standoffish exactly, but it is like a, hello, I am a professional person. You are treating me in a professional manner. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. very platonic. It's just, it's a the level boundaries of detachment. Are clear. Yeah, yeah. It's a clear boundary thing. Sure. But suddenly when people are like, hey, we know these details about you, I'm like, mm, I don't, no, how did you get into the wall? How did you get, yeah. how did you get here? Mm, I need you to step outside the wall. <laughs> this yes. Is, this is for my comfort and my safety. I need you to be away. I think a lot of people are like this. Yeah. Yeah. You I, need, you need like separation between your personal life yes. and your professional. Yes. I, yeah. But I do wonder what the fear is. Cause even when like, even back in the day, like when I worked in an office, I was an oversharer. Not yeah. to the point of, I mean, there were oversharers that like you'd be at the lunch table and they'd be telling you about their diarrhea. Oh, yes. I wasn't that kind of an oversharer. Right. But like I definitely treated people like my friends who were not really that close to me. And I think it weirded people out. Yeah. But yeah. I, so it's maybe, I think like for some people, maybe this isn't for you, but mm-hmm. I think for some people, the fear, there is a fear of like, if I share too much, then maybe like it creates this fake closeness that's not, Real, the, we we don't really know each other like that. Yeah, that makes sense. There's also I have a I have one secret which I will never. Yeah, tell. it pisses me off that uh-huh. you. <laughs> uh-huh. I have one secret, and um, also like hmm, when you I was really a, did kill your teacher. No, I didn't. I wish God. Uh. Fuck, she was such a bitch, Miss Grace. Um, <laughs> uh, I I have one thing that I keep private to myself. Um, but I often I don't like to get out of control on drugs with people because mm-hmm. then I sometimes will tell them yeah. like 
true how I really feel about certain things. Yeah. And that to me is scary. Like when I took Molly and I was with you, um, I was I went like very deeply into some stuff with my father with a friend of ours who mm-hmm. also has father shit and it, it was actually great. It like was I, fine. It was fine. And I sent her an email afterwards. Also, you didn't really share any. I, I will say you you wouldn't stop talking for oh. eight and a half hours. <laughs> it was literally horrible. Um, yeah. I like, During it, I was like, why are you still talking? I can't even believe that you're capable of talking for this long. We <laughs> were sharing a tent. And I swear to God, until like four o'clock in the morning, she's talking in my ear. Jesus. I can't even register what she's saying oh, anymore. Wow. But I, but yeah. I feel bad Cause I'm like, she needs the space to like say what yeah. she needs to say. So I'm just like, uh huh. Oh yeah. You're, you... <laughs> I was struggling by the end of it, but I don't think you shared any. Like you definitely didn't share anything that you wouldn't say normally. I think it was the like f- speed and uncontrolledness well, sh- yes, of the yes, information yes. was coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's like, I it's there's something, and I think I think I don't know where I land on this now because. Um, I think we don't disclose a lot of things because of shame and embarrassment. And I think that's kind of like baked into our society. Like religion, there's a big, there's a lot of that in religion of like keep things private and family is family. There's all these sort of like all these ways to keep your private life private. But in that way, um, alcoholism goes unchecked or like yeah. substance abuse or mol- molestation yeah, or whatever. People don't get the help they need. Yeah. yeah. Because the shame is stopping you when something like also like abusive relationships, like because you're ashamed that you're in this situation and you're embarrassed mm-hmm. by it. Like we talked with Hemda a lot about that of like my partner's doing something that scares me a little bit. Right. But I'm embarrassed that I'm in a situation like this and I'm a bad person somehow for being with an abusive partner. Oh wow. Yeah. Like, so I feel like this kind of like, societal way of like of of keeping um embarrassing things private does lead to it can lead to some serious issues yeah like i feel like it leads to like rotting under the floorboards kind of thing uh i worry about my floorboards rotting all the time sure um but i really i like metaphor you get it um yes i do yeah i really love that you said that you sent her an email after you yeah because i am very familiar with the hey i said some things last yeah. night um you know, like maybe not the best reflection of me. So yeah. maybe like forget what I said. <laughs> it's like you're trying to contain Yes. It. It's like yeah. there was a chemical control. spill. I need to do damage control. I need to pour the sawdust on this and sweep it back in and then contain it and then tie it up and then bury it in a clay jar. That's what you do with <laughs> chemical. Right, 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 yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Oh, thanks for the lesson. You need yeah, to yeah, put yeah. a, if it's an acid, you need to put a base in yes, to yes, neutralize yes, 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 yes. it. Well, I mean, speaking of containing your mess and uh, and not telling people about sure. stuff, I really think that in this day and age, um, there's no reason why everybody shouldn't be able to see a therapist. I agree. Now, I understand things get in the way. Uh, sometimes you don't have the time Mm -hmm. sometimes you try a few different people and they all suck can't afford it can't afford it that's a big reason there's not a good uh therapist in your city or town you're in a small place you know like there yeah and and a lot of the multiple of those reasons kept me from seeing a therapist for a long time i wish that i had better help at the time which is one of our sponsors yes Mm -hmm. they are so incredible um, BetterHelp is a service that allows you to talk to a therapist. You can text, call, video chat. Dump that shame on your phone and then onto this therapist, and they will appropriately tell you how to deal with it. It's 
honestly the most convenient way I can think of to access a therapist if there's anything getting in the way for you. Absolutely. Have you thought about talking to someone but are unsure of where to start? BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Join BetterHelp and get help at your own time and at your own pace. Schedule secure video and phone sessions sessions or text your therapist worldwide and you can start communicating in under 24 hours are you fucking kidding me i should have i wish i knew about this when i was on a six-month waiting list to see a therapist i know get the fuck out of here keep coming back it's a truly affordable option and hot mess listeners get 10 percent off your first month with discount code hot mess love it if you've been wanting to talk you can get started right now Go to betterhelp.com slash hot mess. Simply fill out the questionnaire and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash hot mess. Absolutely. I mean, listen, I, I, I wonder, see, I wonder with this like uh, controlling of information, what part of it is, are you aware, what part of it is you getting your kind of highs off of like, doing something and having it be for you versus uh I want to hide parts of my personality like do you feel ashamed of the parts that you're kind of doing behind closed doors um some of it yes yeah some of it is like a I'm trying trying to figure out how best to say this in like I feel like right now authenticity and oversharing is what everyone Absolutely. wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Especially so, in our profession. Yeah. It's very like show your true show self your all true the self. time. Yeah. But even that is like, and I have a podcast where I talk about sex sure. and I do talk about some of my experience, but even yeah, I that mean, is, in many ways you are more open than the average person. Yes. Oh, I would but agree. But it is yeah. a very controlled openness. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. there's, here's like, I'm trying to think of metaphors because that's how my brain. Sure. Or can you, can you think mm-hmm. of, this might be hard if you want to be private, but yeah, can yeah, you yeah. think of a specific example of like something that you didn't want to share? I mean, you told us the thing about the the sex club. Yeah, like, so like I can something- share that, but like my this is being very very open because this is a very open podcast. Yeah, thank um, you. and this and I'm being very open because this is specifically a hot mess podcast. Mm. Um, uh, versus like regular slightly buttoned up knees. So like I can talk, I can say. I went to a sex club, Mm -hmm. but it is much harder for me to discuss like the self-esteem issues that happened at the self at the sex club or like how some of those interactions went down. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So like I can give like a very general, I dated a guy who liked rope stuff, Sure. but when it comes to like the disagreements that we had Mm -hmm. and like some of those dynamics, that is like, Ooh, I don't know if that's for everybody. Yeah. That's yeah. honest. I mean, that's that's where you start getting into true vulnerability. Yes. Yeah. And that is something I listened to uh Brene Brown. Hell oh, yeah. She's such a vulnerability and shame. Uh so I am now starting to work with actual vulnerability versus perceived vulnerability yes. where you give the details that you want to versus some of the things that might make you look bad or weak or yes. whatever. I struggle with this. It's I think and and just as Andrea said I think in our profession it's very easy to put on a facade of I'm yes. this open person, yes. I am this open yeah. book. I share so much. I'm so like you know, giving of myself and yeah, I selective like, information is yeah. a very good it's, word it's for it. It's yeah. just different. It's like when people feel like they're connected to you and like they know you, but you're like, okay, but you don't know me because there's information that I am deliberately not sharing yes. with you. And it's very one-sided. Yes. Well, it's also, there's been like a shift. I mean, Brene Brown has been a big part of kind of like, I feel like a cultural shift recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking to someone 
about mm, parenting weird segue why not um how okay so the boomers and their parents above andrea reads parenting magazine that's her secret (laughs) that she doesn't want to share uh i was talking i was talking to someone because i go to um uh acoa which is a support group for people who have dysfunctional families Mm -hmm. uh, aka everybody um (laughs) on some level some much more than others anyways um and parenting i think the like the boomers and the generation above were very like mm, shame your child or or like make your child like like put them make them not feel good enough or to push them to try harder or tell them that like they have to be better in order to prepare them for the world take like, them down a notch to get them to achieve their full potential exactly Ooh, like yeah which is not it's effective hard, it is effective and it's hard for me to like I do think that you need to that discipline is important yeah. and everything's not a fucking free for all. I'm not like tell everyone they're great. There, there needs to be like if you do a bad thing, there has to be dis- disciplinary measures and there should be like pushing people to um, meet their goals in yeah. a way. But I feel like especially the the generation above the boomers those are like world war ii people yeah. and they're they, they've seen some fucked up shit and yeah. there's no there's absolutely no acknowledgement of like trauma or any yeah. any potential like it's just like stuff it down and uh, pull up by your bootstraps and it create i don't think it's an effective way i don't think it does create the best version of someone i think there needs to be something in the middle um and i do think that like vulnerability being weakness is a very toxic yes. uh, equation that we've all been, I mean, myself included, like for years and years and years, it was just like, I'm this bad bitch and I don't care about anybody. And mm. it's so opposite to the truth. And even like, even if you're saying that you're this way, everyone knows that you're not. Right. That's the thing is like, people are pretty perceptive. Like when I would get drunk and like tell people a bunch of secrets. Yeah. They already knew I felt this way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was kind of thinking that this front was effective and right. I don't know that it really necessarily was. So what are you telling me my front is not effective? <laughs> I think your front's incredibly effective. Yeah. Okay. Phew. I was like, I need to beat my secret self. Don't worry. No. You're <laughs> hidden. I Thank you. But um, I really do like that how you're describing this generational thing because mm-hmm. I was raised by my mom who's like boomer, but also I was raised by my grandfather and my grandmother yeah. and they are, they were born in 1918 and 1914 Damn. respectively. Yeah. Uh, and that definitely informs some of my like, okay, so my yardstick is not the people that I know. Mm-hmm. My yardstick is everyone who's ever lived ever and who is dead now. Like, yeah. oh, you're not, <laughs> I mean, sure, maybe you got good grades, but did you, were you reading at three and do you have an understanding of complex algebra? No. Well then, mm, are you that smart? Are you? Yeah. Are you? You're probably pretty dumb. Did yeah. you know that? Did you know that you're dumb? <laughs> like, it's, wow. and that's in my head all the time. And wow. also like, that's my mess. That's what I was going to say. When, sure. If I had to say, what is my mess is that I am constantly comparing myself to everyone living or dead. Yeah. Yeah. God, dead people. Living or dead. Living or dead. Because they didn't even have what I had. Those dead people, you know? Yeah. I should be doing so much better than those dead people. That is so crazy to think about, too. mm, I compare myself to my grandpa, who's a war veteran all the time. I'm like, he was was in uh, bombing, and then he he swam with, like, half, and and then I'm upset about... a rejection from a comedy thing. Yeah, but it's impossible like, to compare fucking... the two because you only know the experience that you have. Yeah, I know. 
I know. It's, also, oh, it's not healthy at all. It's going right. to be my downfall, one hundred percent. You, you, it grades you after a while. It keeps grading on you after a while till you finally break. I feel like I feel like it's inevitable. Like I, I, my father is one of these very, very like achievement based oh, yes. people, and it's not a sustainable model for like a well rounded mm-hmm. life. You can't have people near you if you're that way. Like it's you're very, very you're an island, which you may achieve more ah, from like a business or career standpoint, but you kind of end up yeah. by yourself. Oh, it's, which it's is not good. It's a horrible nightmare. To do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also like race and gender play into it too, ooh, ooh, because Camille uh, has <laughs> fallen to the floor. <laughs> like, like I just have to have that shit on my back all the time. Well, yeah. Well, because it's <sighs> like, like I can't speak to race. I'm a white person, but, but gender specifically the, the, keeping things private and safe is like also partially for your quote unquote safety. Yes. Cause it's like, yeah, don't be one of these fucking loose, whatever. Cause these women are viewed as lesser members of society and you can kind of do whatever you want. Like when we were talking about, um, you know, the sex worker doing meth with the, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the cops don't care about these people. These people are not. So there's kind of this weird, and I always veered the opposite. Like, oh, these people aren't cared by for by society. Fuck you. I'll do everything I want and yeah. you should still care about me. But it does, it like, it's kind of like this weird, like if you decide to do this, then you become a second class citizen. Yes. Like this is the trade off that you make. If you are sexually open, then you're yep. If this, someone does something to you, then that was actually your fault. So you're you need whore, to think about that. You're, yeah. You if you party, you have fun. You're yeah. drunk, and you deserve what happens to you. There's all these like concessions that you have to make for freedom, which should not be the it's, case. It's terrible. It's fuck. It's really fucked up. Yeah, I do think news about that. flash. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you really guys know the world's up. fucked up? Did yeah. you guys know that? Um, I think about that all of the time. Uh, like there was. In it was one of the middle states that sounds fucked up. Um, sure, it was like in St. Louis or something. St. Louis is like my stereotypical middle area. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, where this cop was raping black women, mm-hmm. and he got away with it for years sure. because he was raping poor black women, yeah. and then he raped um, like a middle class black woman who happened to be driving through a poor neighborhood. Okay, and they didn't do like that was the first time that like people actually took the report seriously. Sure, that he was actually charged with a crime, and then all these other women came forward and were like, "Yeah, he did. Th- he's done this to multiple people, God. and there, he didn't have to answer to." anybody because yeah. it's poor black women and i'm like oh shit i'm poor i'm black oh god oh god oh god oh god yeah. like if so- something happens to me will someone believe me will anything be done about it yes. and i have to think about that all the time so it's like That's you're horrifying. like i have to be doubly buttoned up i have to together. be doubly buttoned up i have to be triply together just to like upstanding exist. member of society <laughs> yeah. or i have to appear to be an upstanding member of society even though my proclivities are not necessarily upstanding. Human desire. Yes, human I have desire. human desire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what you want to call my fucked up proclivities, <laughs> that's fine. Your human desire. Sure. Whatever. That you absolutely have a right to have. Maybe. Yes. Okay. Earthly <laughs> desires, as they say. Earth- yes. In the Bible. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. It's- yeah, I just quoted the Bible. <laughs> Where? Who are we these days? I know. Um, so that is also part of the buttoned upness, that it well, is yeah. like, mm, just existing, you need to be able to be defensible. Yes. Yeah. That's hideous yeah. that like that, that exists, but it exists so commonly. And I think like, I don't know, I think, I think. It ca- it's a it's a slow unpacking that we're doing yes. now, <clears throat> and like I get the enjoyment of the secrets. I think that's actually like a delightful <laughs> part. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like you have to like. 
be like, what part of this is me hiding or being ashamed or feeling like I'm going to be persecuted yeah. versus something that I genuinely enjoy within myself. And, and like, even with my sexuality, the past few years, I've been going back on my sexual experiences and been like, oh my God, everyone was just sexually assaulting me. And I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sex I'm positive. Yeah, I'm fun. Is, yeah. I'm just being positive versus I'm, mm, I choose this. Yeah. 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 You almost explain it away yourself the same way somebody might be like, she was asking for a it. A million percent. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, so it's like, I've had, I've been, things have been so weird for me sex wise for the past year because I'm like, I, I really enjoy sex and it's a big part of my life and it's, it's one of the earthly pleasures, you know what I mean? But it's like, I look back at my history and I'm like, how much of this is me reacting to something disgusting? How much of this is me genuinely having a good, like what, 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 what what box does this actually, they're so intertwined. They are. It's sometimes impossible to tell sex. Uh, Sex is synonymous with power for so many people. Right. And like, I have problems with addiction. So a lot of like, I went to sex and love addicts, which then led me to ACOA. So it's like, I've kind of been like sexually anorexic for a minute recently because I'm like, I don't know. I love that term. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's the perfect way. It like exactly describes what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's the perfect summation of it. Uh, that makes a lot of sense to me. Like just yeah. as a way to like, hey, let me really figure out what's going on here. Let, let me, me restrain from this just, so just that I can see, yeah. get what what is pulling the strings behind I, I this. Love, so um, I went to go see a play, Larry Owens. I don't see plays very often. I don't have money. But uh, I went to go see Larry Owens is in a play called The Strange, a Strange Loop. Uh-huh. And it's about a like fat gay black man. Mm-hmm. And I am not a fat gay black man. I am not. Um, <laughs> but... The way they talk about desire and lust and how some of those things get intertwined Mm -hmm. where it's like, hey, what part of this is like these are actually my desires and what part of this is society has treated me in a certain way and I've kind of incorporated that almost like a kink response. Yes. What – how does this stuff all loop together? Yeah. yeah. And I, I cry. Like, I don't cry. I cry by myself, but like media doesn't in often In a private room of course it was where no one can room. see. <laughs> duh, duh, duh. <laughs> no. um, I cried in a theater watching this because it was like, oh shit, like how much, like I like dominant men. Sure. Sometimes I like stuff, but it's like it switches, whatever. But like how much of that is like weird sexual dynamics that I've yeah. been exposed to based on the fact that like I've been undervalued yes. just as a human being. Yeah. Um, and how much of it is like regardless of society, I would have still liked like, and oh, you don't do know. I have shame around liking this because it does play into some old yes. tiny rape shit or yeah and so it's just like it's this impossible to how detangle. does one navigate this and I hope generations below us don't have to but it's like I, Ugh, I don't know like why am I getting off on this I don't do I like that I'm getting off on these things Ugh. it really makes you question so much of what we like and what we do has to do with things that happened to us before we were like even cognizant of what was happening to it's us it's like reactionary well it's a lot of like I wonder I wonder how femmy I truly would be, you know, if, if like, if I was in a vacuum, if even say if I was like, again, to, to mention Rachel McCartney, um, if I did, she's great. I like her. She's fucking awesome. She is gay and doesn't need, doesn't feel the need to impress men in Mm -hmm. any way. It's not tied to her sexuality. So I'm like, if I, if part of my sexuality wasn't, I was interested in men, how femmy would I be? You know what I mean? Like, you mean you think you would be more quote masculine 
potentially i have no idea yeah there's no way to know there's no way to know i i um was thinking recently about why i have in the past gone for older men older men Mm -hmm. like and been attracted to that sexually a lot and i was thinking about like one relationship in particular and i was like i used to go to this guy's house and like I enjoyed having sex with him. Like we had good sex, but he also would like have me over at his house and he'd like throw steaks on the grill and like cook for me. And like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, I love that. He was acting like my dad. Yeah. Like he was acting like he was taking care Provider. of me in a way, in a way that like I didn't, I don't often feel taken care of. I'm mm-hmm. always like out here on my own and I can make things happen, but like it's, it feels very nice and comforting to me to have people like look after me. Yeah. And to like, have an excuse to let that happen. Yeah. And it's crazy once you realize how connected those things are. I didn't have a dad and I fucking want that. Right? You mean I don't have to watch all, like I don't have to have my head on a swivel 360 all the time, constantly watching for all the threats and take care of all of them simultaneously? Like totally. You're telling me there's a guy who's going to watch 180 degrees of this and also feed me? Yes, please. Just like a big strong man that'll walk. take my money. Yes. (laughs) A big strong man that'll walk next to you and make sure that nobody says shit to you. Yes. And just like makes you dinner. There should be like a rent rent a dad, but he doesn't, it's not like he doesn't fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I mean, that speaks to the gap that there is in fathers in our society. Like, deadbeat dad is a, just an expected turn. Like, yes. there's no. There's no deadbeat mom. Fe- yeah. I mean, there are some moms that are shitty, but we don't. It's yeah, not so prevalent that we have like a term a and it's fun, like. acute alliteration yeah. for it. And there's no archetype. There, well, yeah. there's, there's also like, I think this is. Um, it's all versions of closeting. And mm-hmm. I don't, I think we're realizing now that the psychological internal damage that closeting does because like closeting being like a gay person hiding that they're gay or, you know, a woman hiding that she has sexual desires, whatever X, Y, Z. It's like you have, you expel your, you expel your regular energy just existing. And then yep. you expel this completely separate energy, making sure that you are protected. So it's like it, it, it must do psychological damage and also like you must be exhausted all the time just making sure no one knows your shit other interior side of you yeah it's pretty fucking wild man well guys we uh we certainly got pretty (laughs) metaphysical on this yeah baby um i loved it we're coming to the end of the hour but you've been such a delight where can people find more of you follow you uh yes you can follow me on all the platforms at kenise mobley uh so that's instagram twitter facebook don't really follow me on facebook that's lame um and don't follow her on the street no don't do that uh i do i did take a year of krav maga so i will cut your fucking throat hell yeah um love it yeah don't don't fucking follow me um and then my website is kenise mobley.com uh i have some shows do is, is now the time for that Sure, you can do that. Wait, also, when does this come out? Uh, it will come out uh, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday? Okay, yeah. so, ooh, then it is just in time. So you should see, uh, I have a show called The Pasta Show. It's me, Brian Prezi. He's an Italian man. Oh, he makes I love Brian. all the pasta. You come, you get jokes, and you get Italian food. Mm. But then, and that is at Frank's Lounge at 8 on the 8th of August. And then also come to my in show. New York City. Wait, what? In oh, New yeah, York in New York City. <laughs> uh, if you listen somewhere else, I'm so sorry. You don't get to, like, see me mm-hmm. live very much. But, Sucks for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then I also have a show. It's called The Lab. It's a very black experiment comedy show Hell yeah. at Friends and Lovers on August 16th. It's free, so get your ass there. Oh, cool. that's such a that's a great venue and Yeah, is, I love that venue. Kenise is very funny and her oh, podcast yeah. Love About yes. Town is so fucking good. I really like had such a good time. Uh it's so much fun if you like this show, you'll love that show. Oh, 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 
Emily, where can people find us? Follow us. If you want more Hot Mess, you can follow us at Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram, Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter. If you would like to support us financially. Hello. And also get some really cool rewards, bonus shows, our entire 200 episode back catalog. Whoa. Um, per, uh, access to our private Facebook group, Ooh. streaming. We stream in the off hours, give you a little peek into our lives, all that fun stuff. Go to patreon.com slash hot mess. It's It's a a comedy comedy podcast. podcast.